Hi everybody and welcome back to my channel. I'm Robbie and today I have an incredible guest with me for a very special episode. This is a new series that I'm starting for my YouTube called Miracle Mindset, where we're going to be talking about mindset and how powerful the mind is. I'm also going to be interviewing some pretty incredible guests and today we are blessed to have the beautiful Emma Brooks McAllister. And if you don't know who she is, maybe you've been living under a rock because Emma is just, I mean, she's incredible. We need a whole episode just to do an introduction because she is not only a model social media sensation she's also an actress and one of the things that I respect the most about Emma is she's a huge mental health advocate which you guys know is something that I'm very passionate about so we've got her on the show today to have some conversations with us hi <laughs> welcome yeah no I'm so excited to be here and I'm so excited to kind of just have a conversation about whether it's mental health or what we're both going through right now and what other young ladies like to go through or really everything. So yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. So we're going to be starting every single episode asking our guests what is the best piece of advice they've ever received? So I would say that the best piece of advice I've ever received came from my mom. And it was back in, I would say, my sophomore year of high school and I was going through a really hard time that year. That was the first year I had ever been in a mental ward. And like during that time, I was just going through a lot and it was right before the first time I competed for Miss Louisiana Teen. And my mom just like sat me down one day and she was just like looking at me and she said, Emma, no matter what craziness is happening and whatever badness is happening, like at the end of it all, it's all gonna be okay. So it's kind of, Something I like look back on a lot because I mean, obviously it's not okay right now, but like no matter what, it'll be okay in the end, even if it takes a while. It kind of just gives me hope to like look forward to the future or like looking at the light at the end of the tunnel, just kind of like keeps me going a little bit. I love it, that's really powerful. I remember like years ago when I went through my, my breakup, a divorce actually, oh, wow. I like was falling apart. And my sister gave me a very similar piece of advice. And she said, she could, if it's not okay, it's not the end. So I love that. And now it's so good. So it's, just, it's kind of the same thing. And yeah. you know, like everything passes and there's a season. So I love that. Yeah. Your, your mom sounds as amazing as you are. So love my mom. Now that we've got some advice from you, I wanted to kind of just start by getting a little bit of a backstory from you and how you got to where you are today. And just um, just for you guys who may not know, Emma has just blown up recently on social media. Everyone has just fallen in love with her because I mean, she's so raw and real. So she's got, I mean, you've got like over a million now, 1.4, I think on Instagram, which is wild. Mm. And like, like how many on TikTok? Uh, like 2.9. Just casually 2.9. <laughs> so how, so I just want a little bit of your backstory. So I'm from Louisiana and I grew up there. It was, it's an, I'm like trying to like kind of pinpoint a place to start because the pageants yeah. is a big reason as to why I'm here in LA and why I've been able to create this kind of platform because even before I had a social media following to be in pageants and to have a title, you had to have an initial platform for something that you were passionate about. And yeah. it's always been mental health. Like if you go to Miss Louisiana Teen and you scroll down to my year, you would like see all the photos and paragraphs that I had written about mental health. And I used to give um, seminars about it. I would go to different clubs and I would speak on it. Um, mental health has been something I've been dealing with since seventh grade. Mm -hmm. uh, I was diagnosed with depression that year and ever since then like going to 
I was a new kid in high school and that was always something very interesting. I've heard you talk before um, about girls not being always that nice. And I'm sure like in that pageant world, um, it's probably very competitive. And then also going to a new high school would probably be just so intimidating. Like. Especially in the South, only because, I mean, obviously I can't speak for like other schools in different places, they're all kind of the same. But um, people didn't really, they weren't really supportive of me trying to be a model mm -hmm. or me like going, yeah, very, there was a lot of, judgment surrounding me going towards this title and like trying to be this person that obviously I wasn't that person yet but how do you become a person without like mm -hmm. trying like you have to take those steps forward so yeah. I would do photo shoots with like boutique stores that I knew and mm -hmm. people just didn't look at that too fondly mm -hmm. and um, also being a new kid I wasn't a part of like the cliques that had it's grown tough. up together it's tough to break in yeah so I just People made assumptions about me and they made rumors about me, so I wasn't really the most liked person. Um, and my body wasn't like what they wanted it to be. So like there was a lot of body shaming yeah. and no one really tried to get to know me. So I just kind of, I just tried to do everything that I could to fit in. And I think that's another thing that like was a flaw was I was trying so hard for everyone else but myself. Yeah. that it was so draining. After that first time kind of going into the mental ward and two weeks later after that visit, I competed for Miss Louisiana Teen. It was like a realization that what I wanted was way more than what the small town was giving me yeah. and that I had a chance to kind of break out of that mm -hmm. um, from this pageant and they gave me that opportunity. That first year I placed third runner-up and that kind of also gave me hope to like and come back. confidence boost too. Yeah, yeah, it was such like a, I had been dancing for a while so I knew what it was like to be on stage to like look at a crowd full of people so it wasn't Intim as, as intimidating. No, but like watching, walking in on eight inch heels like in front of a lot of people being like, don't fall, I don't mean, fall, don't fall. I feel like even not walking in front of people or just walking in eight inch heels at all is kind of <laughs> scary. I, like, that's like, <laughs> it was, <laughs> was something funny. Um, and then I came back my second year and it was amazing and I won and I was able to train for another year to go to Miss Teen USA. And something else about pageants that I think it doesn't get a lot of credit is the mental training aspect of it. Um, I read a book called With Winning in Mind, and it was written by Lanny Basham, who was a Olympic rifle shooter. Um, and he made this business out of um, psychologically training athletes, um, artists, musicians, like literally anyone on the spectrum, like pageant title holders. His book changed my life in a lot of ways because it made me focused more on myself. It got me mentally prepared for competing and just like life in general. Yeah. So after reading his book and going to therapy and learning to take care of myself and for forgiving myself and mm -hmm. for letting myself be a teenager, because you have to remember, like, you're a child. Like, you have no idea you're what you're doing. Yeah, like, you're not supposed to know what to do whenever you're put in bad situations. You're supposed to figure it out because you're a kid. 
Um, and I feel like even not as a kid, like even as I've gotten older, like it's still, yeah. you realize like, I think when you're a kid, you're looking at these people who are older than you and you're like, they have it so figured out. But then you get to that age and you're like, okay, they actually no. didn't have it that figured out. I'm still yeah. figuring it out as I go. You're like, no wonder they did that because they had no idea what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. So I just feel like I went easier on myself or at least I wish I would have gone a little bit more easier on myself at some points. That's great advice. Like, it, like yeah. even for now, to sometimes stop being hard on yourself because like that's yeah. there's even no now. One, there's no one more critical of you than you. Like yeah. you, you're looking in the mirror, and I always say like you would never be friends with someone that spoke to you the way you speak to yourself. I know sometimes yeah. I look in the mirror and I'm like, I look tired or I put on weight, and I was like, I would never be friends with a girl that was like. You look really tired today, Robbie. You you put on weight. Like yeah. you, you shouldn't do that. Your skin's bad. You know, you wouldn't be no. friends with that girl because no. I mean she's not nice. So like, why do you speak to yourself like that? You know? Yeah, I definitely agree. And I mean, even now as I'm only 19, and sometimes I forget I'm 19, and I like at this time in my life, like most people are in college. Everyone says college is the years that you're figuring yourself out and you learn who you are. And for me, it's like I have to learn who I am now. Yeah. Like I have to learn all of this, but I need to remember to like pace myself because. I'm not supposed to know who I am right now. I'm 19. So I'm allowed to be whoever, all these different characters. But the pageant system definitely gave me a platform. It made me learn more about social media. And then it gave me the opportunity to move out to LA. I went to a camp, which uh, was a leadership camp out here in Los Angeles. It's held at UCLA every year. It's called LEAP. And that's where I found an internship. And also that camp taught me that to like, if I want to do something, I have to go for it and do it. And I have to find ways that will lead me to success. And also I feel like something that's very like not talked about is sacrifice. Anything good that you're going to get in your life is going to come with sacrifice of something that you don't want to do. Sacrifice time, sacrificing toxic friends that you want to keep around even though they're not good for you. Sacrifice leaving your family behind. My family's still in Louisiana and I miss them every day, but to be here to pursue what I actually want to yeah. do meant that I had to leave them behind. And that's okay because they support me. So, and I know they're going to be there no matter what for me because they love me and I love them. And it was kind of like being the that's, new kid in high that's school. That's a scary thing, like moving to a new place. Um, it was way easier than being the new kid in high school. Yeah. Moving to LA and having to find new friends, a new circle, a new job, like everything has been way easier than it was to be a new kid in high school. And I feel like that says a lot because it's, you need to credit the kids in high school. It's hard to be you. It's hard to be a kid in high school and it's hard to get bullied and it's hard to get through it. And then you've kind of fallen into this social media career and- It was an all accidental, by yeah. the way. Like I never meant to do this. It was an accident. I moved here as an intern and I was going for modeling. I was gonna do it the old fashioned way, you know, I was gonna do it all on my own, but you know, social media just kind of accidentally happened. Um, it makes me really happy though, because I get to do things like this and I get to still keep my platform of talking about yeah. mental health. Um, yeah. Cause that's I want to powerful. help. That's, that's really, really powerful. Yeah, I can't be a doctor, so <laughs> might as well do this. I can help you this way. I mean, you can never say never. That's the thing. Like, exactly. Look at me, like I've gone the complete opposite route for me. Like I yeah. had my career doing dentistry and now like I kind of fell accidentally into this like career of doing social media as well. And I don't even yeah. see patients anymore. And like it's, I mean, it's a totally different world, but I'm again, very blessed. Yeah, definitely. And one of the things I did want to touch on that I think is super exciting. Um, you've also just designed 
a wine, which I just, I can't even wait to get my hands on it. Yeah. Um, I wish um, you could wear it today. I, I wish I, I wish I could too. It's in the works right now. Um, I'm really excited. Princey Apparel is a company that I've been working with for a second, not just like on this line, but just one-on-one, -on -one, like shooting for them and mm -hmm. wearing their clothes because I do love the brand and I love the people that run the brand. They're such like a family-oriented um, company. And good and quality too. Like good really quality. good quality. The best I jeans cannot, I, can't I have. I wait for you guys to get your hands on this. Like, I'm very excited. Um, and another reason why I love Princey Apparel is because they're very picky with who they work with. They want to make sure that everyone they work with aligns with their brand and the kind of people that they like. And I'm very lucky that I'm one of those people yes. because I high love standards. them. High standards, I love that. High standards. Yes, high standards definitely because that's what we have. Yes, I love it. A girl with high standards, high heels, and high standards. I actually had a DM yesterday, which was really interesting. And mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm this. I was not planning to tell you this at all, but a girl messaged me. And she was like, Robbie, I consider you to be kind of like an online sister. Like I am like going through a period right now where I'm doing like a lot of growing and I'm, a lot of the friends I'm friends with are kind of being really mean and like being like, you don't have time for us anymore. Like calling me a snob. And she's like, how would you approach this? And when you said keep your standards high, it kind of triggered the thought that this quote that says, be prepared for the isolation that comes with having high standards. And I was like, Wow, it just made me, it made me think of that. And it made me think about how important it is to have the right group of people around you who genuinely want what's best for you to succeed. And exactly what you said earlier about reading out toxic people. Yeah. Um, it just kind of made me think of that. And it's something that comes along with, especially kids or like teenagers in your small hometown, do not expect for any of the friends in high school that you have to be your lifelong friends. Because let's say you're up here and all your friends are down here. Every time you hang out, you're meeting down here with them. But every time y'all should hang out, you should having to go higher to meet them at a level that you're not at. So every day you grow and you you become a better person every single day. Like every time I hang out with you guys or Olivia, they're constantly making me want to be better. Making you a better yeah, person. Yeah, like they, they're like, I need to have my own time alone. And I'm like, you know what? I need time alone to, to go do this. Yeah. I need to finish my work before we hang out. Or I need to make sure I read or like I do my meditating or whatever it is that is going to make Just you like happier 1 within yourself. better every day. And honestly, Something that I was able to find um, during quarantine a lot, especially in my small town, is peace with being alone. Being able to be a loner in high school and being able to be happy with myself while I'm alone, like trying to get That's through powerful. these years. Because high school does not last forever. It's literally the shortest period of time in your life. You're gonna spend more time being an adult and at a job and with new people and finding out new things and doing new experiences than you are gonna be in high school. High school is so temporary and I feel like it's so hard to recognize that because that's the first thing you're experiencing. Like, yeah. you know, you grow up doing school and then you go into this more school and then you and think- And then there's university and it's like, yeah, still which a thing, is, it's competitive. Yeah, so it's just hard to feel like you're never gonna escape it, but there are ways mm -hmm. to do that. So in Australia, we have this saying, I, I, you probably haven't heard of it, but it's called tall poppy syndrome. Mm -hmm. So basically poppies, I'm going to put a photo on the screen right here, but they're these beautiful red flowers and they grow in like fields. So they're beautiful. Yeah. Like you just see this huge field of red and basically some of them like grow randomly higher than the other ones. Mm -hmm. And basically they don't want that happening. So they cut it. 
And basically, like, it kind of gives the analogy of what you're saying, like, hanging yeah. out with people that, you know, instead of rising to your level, they want to cut you down or they're being haters yeah. because they can't dream as big or whatever it is, or they don't see you for you. So I think that, you know, tall poppy syndrome is like a real thing. So being surrounded by people who genuinely want the best for you and aren't like hating, you know. Or like just like trying to bring you down, like telling you you can't do something. Let's say you want to have a PhD and be the top of your class in university and be a prestigious like anesthesiologist or plastic surgeon, whatever it is, I'm just trying to do something that's not like what I do. Your friends shouldn't tell you that you can't do that. You yeah. can 110% literally do anything that you set your mind to. As long as you're willing to put effort and sacrifice for it, you can do it. And I feel like people also mistake, they kind of use like these excuses to do like the wrong things. They're like, well, I'm just doing what's best for me. And I'm like, well, is that really what's best for you? Or is you just doing that because it's what makes you comfortable? Yeah. You know? I love that. So go deep. Let's go up a little bit with a final question of the day. And that is people who are wanting to build social media. Do you have any advice? Like don't do things for the clout. Just be you. Let you be loved for being you because that's the best thing that can happen and being yourself is honestly the best thing. I want to see you being you and to see the best version of yourself and you never want to pretend because if you do get famous for being someone else then you're going to have to pretend to be someone else for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, That's good advice. Yeah. Just, and you also get drained. Like when yeah, you're doing something that is not your path. Yeah. Um, or it's not you, uniquely you. Like, it's the same thing. Like, if, if I was wearing something right now that wasn't comfortable, like, if I was wearing something, I would feel uncomfortable because it's not yeah, me. Yeah, it's not you. And it's the same thing with anything. Exactly like you said, stay unique, stay you. There's so many... Social media gives literally students, teachers, doctors, anyone that has a career path the mm -hmm. possibility to have a platform. And if you're passionate enough about it, then it'll happen for you. And patience is key. Time is key, literally all of it. Go through different platforms, just mm -hmm. be you. And finding a and niche. Niches. And then get that, that goes back to being yeah. unique as well. Exactly. And just like stick to it. Don't stop. You got it. I love Believe it. in you. I love Woo! it. Motivation with Emma. I'm here yeah. for it. I'm like, I'm expecting like a text in the morning, like saying that exactly. You got this. <laughs> you got it today. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much for being here today. I had so much fun. Um, guys, I'm going to link Emma below. Definitely go check her out. She has some incredible things. And again, you just, you just hear she's young, but she is a wealth of wisdom. And I love supporting women who just bring so much to other women and not even just women, just people, you know, everyone can relate to going through something with mental health and anxiety and depression and something at some point of their lives. So it's good to be like, feel that you're not alone. Yeah. Um, and I guess. so true. And I hope if you guys take anything out of this, you can take that. It's totally normal to not be okay sometimes. And exactly like you said, if it's not okay, it's not the end. So I like that one a lot. Yeah. I like the way she worded that. She's smart. Shout out to my sister. Smart. Yeah, Robbie's sister. She's smart. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you for we having me. That was so much fun. And we'll see you guys very soon. P.S. Guys, look out on my Instagram for a new mental health-based um, conversation called 5050. It'll be coming soon and I'm really excited for it and I'm excited for y'all to listen. It's gonna be so good. Yay!